So before we start the actual podcast, <laughs> there's be a lot of spoilers and a lot of yeah thoughts. <laughs> so many thoughts. What's up, everyone? You are now tuned in to the Sound Flick Podcast, brought to you by Serious Cartoons Records and Serious Tapes. Cartoons. This is your your uh, one of your many hosts. You know, we're we're trying this out. This is a pilot, but um, I am Norik. That's cool. And to the left of me, I got. Uh, I was gonna say your DJ, but I'm not DJing on this. <laughs> uh, I'm Skywalker Mike. It's your boy, yeah. fellow fellow DJ, and. Uh... Where the horns at? <laughs> so excited. Uh, but yeah, fellow DJ and fellow. Uh, I don't even know what I am. Yeah, I'm a podcaster You're now. A podcaster so yeah. Now, boy. But yeah, and then to my left. Um, what's up? Uh, my name is Ace Sincere. I'm just out here, you know, podcasting and talking about movies and music and video games in the spare time. Yeah, you know, pretty much touching on all the things we find interesting in uh, the music and movie realm, you know. So yeah, uh, so this all came to be because we're all pretty passionate when it comes to talking uh, comics, movies music just being a part of this community in the IE um so yeah if again if, again if you're listening this is pretty much us just recording those conversations maybe with just like a few setups of what we're going to talk about but other than that we're pretty like we are pretty into these conversations bro yeah and and with the with this eclectic group i think that you're going to get a lot of perspectives and a lot of debate that's going to come out of this and Hopefully, you know, hopefully we can learn something and, and be lightweight entertaining. You know, this is our first run at, at something like this, but uh, <laughs> it's going to get better. It's going to get better, and it's awesome right now. But, yeah, this, this podcast is going to go over scores, music, um, movies, comic books, and how that all relates to culture and hip-hop and... Yeah, you know, we're going to have some jokes along the way. Yeah, and if you hear any jokes and you just happen to hear some laughing in the background, shout out to, shout out to Phantom Threat, just chilling. <laughs> Floating around. You know, like a phantom. Hey, like, like the phantom that he is. That uns. All uh, right. Yeah. Okay, are we going to just dive into it, man? Yeah, so specifically, um, everybody knows the big... The big movie, movie that came right out. Now. Drum roll. Avengers Endgame. Avengers um, assemble. Okay, since we're okay, what <laughs> pissed feel? me off? How you feel? How that, you feel, and, bro? When he said it, like everybody came back from wherever. Spoiler they were alert! In spoiler the alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, we, yeah, we spoil, forgot yeah. to tell him the spoiler alert. No, because... I told him right at the beginning. Oh, okay, he tells right. the spoilers. Oh, but, my fault. Okay. My fault. okay, when he said it, he said it like Avengers, but like when he said assemble, he said it like assemble, super just like <laughs> assemble. <laughs> How could everybody yeah. know? That that's just something I know. So I was like, how could everybody know? If you were part of that, if you were part of the Avengers, would that be enough to get you ready for battle? Oh no! Especially if I, <laughs> bro. Especially if I'm on the that opposite side of, of where Captain that's America is, right there. and he's just like Avengers assemble. But yeah, like before- I'm gonna be down on the left. Like what he say? <laughs> it's so stupid, but you know, shout out to Chris yeah. Evans. But yeah, like before we actually get into that scene, which is uh, 
you know the best part of the whole movie that's one of the best parts of the whole movie probably the best part but there's there's a lot of good parts it's a very lengthy a lot of details it didn't feel like a three-hour movie at all it didn't but that's because there was just so much going on like it hardly felt like it slowed down but um yeah if you wanna if you guys want to talk reviews you wanna you want to kick it off yeah um so i gave it an 8.5 Okay. Um, I stuck with that out even of out of ten. Everything's always out, <laughs> out of, of 10. hundred. <laughs> I'm be like eight point five <laughs> out of seventy six. You, you know. Five, you gotta have a yeah. yeah. Eight, um, eight point five out of ten. I stuck with that after watching it a second time. Um, there was just a lot of things I feel were thrown in that should have been like tossed in even before this movie happened. For example, um. Like A Force, I don't know if you're familiar with that comic, but that's basically where all the females, the that, female Avenger team, right? Exactly, where that one missing She Hulk though. That I was hoping great. we were gonna get a She. I was hoping that we would get a She Hulk. But sh- shout out to Pepper Potts, shout out to Rescue. Okay, hey. Coming through. I mean, they hinted at it in Iron Man three, but it wasn't Rescue. She just knew how to use the armor, but still, she's trained. Um, but just like just super subtle things from that into adding the um the elevator scene where captain america walks in mm-hmm. says hail hydra because mm-hmm. that's like a super huge comic story and they just like tossed it in for 10 seconds and it was just like here you can like here fans that read comics you can laugh at this do you think that there was a lot of fan service do you think oh that, there's that tons of fan did? service okay but then there was a, a lot of People that are just moviegoers. Do you think at the detriment to the, of the story, though? Do you think that there was, like, too much fan service? That, like, it kind of ruined where this movie could have gone? Um, I would say yes, but not to an extent where I'm going to take away from this movie. You know what I mean? Like, there there I was just you. some things I wish they would have done better. But I'm glad it happened. But, again, like, for example, the Hail Hydra scene. I wish they could have, you know, that's, that's a whole storyline. Yeah. Where like the Captain America, like not not a Captain America that's from the past, present. I mean, uh, sorry, yeah, past, future, um, or just like a fake Captain America. Like it's the Captain America being fake. You know what I mean? Like he was playing a good guy the whole time, and they just kind of just like did to like laugh at it. Yeah, he learned, but, um, and and you know what? I think that that was one of like just in a review of the movie. It seems like that they had all of the original Avengers learn the thing that that cost them the mistake their first go around when they were first being heroes like they all learned it's like iron man wasn't trying to make the sacrifice play right he was trying to figure it out some way he could figure it out but what did he end up doing at the end of his arc he ended up doing the sacrifice play you know and with captain america and like how he was so strict on the rules and and you know the orders and everything like that he realized that this war gets muddy you know what i mean you have to do things in order to preserve your your family and your team and and uh it the mission isn't always clear you know and you can you can call audibles and still be okay you know and still make it happen and and at the end of the day he's like i did my service I need to go and enjoy myself. You know, me, he finally did it for himself. Yeah, he finally did it for himself. And <laughs> and uh, I think that that's pretty dope. And Thor learned that he just had to be himself. 
you know, out of all this time. So dirty. <laughs> yeah, they made him fat. I didn't like it. They, uh, I didn't I think, like it. Th- I mean, that's obviously like a metaphor for like his PTSD and yeah, him feeling like a failure. Yeah, but like my boy he was did fail. He w- he did fail, but he was he was battling with like a beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> he's just wilding out. Well, you know, it it's because the, he's also turning into Odin, and Odin wasn't fit either. You know, he was just powerful. So I think that that's pretty tight. Um, overall, for the, for the movie you said an eight point five, I kind of agree with with that. Um, I would even I give it like a solid eight. There were some things in the movie that um, I felt were a little bit uh, misplaced. I think Hawkeye and Black Widow going to the only alien planet that they don't know about um, with with no powers. I feel like was a little bit of a dang, you shouldn't put them in that situation. That's going to be tough if shit goes awry. You know what I mean? You don't even know what's there. You can beam there, and there could be a giant slug, like, right there just about to swallow you, and it's a wrap. You feel me? So um, that, I just, and then the whole scene of them sacrificing each other in slow motion was, uh, I just, I thought it was just a little much. Like, yeah, because, I mean, it was cool. But, like, Hawkeye was, like, looking at her, like, as he was running. And, like, it was just real Baywatchy to me. And, like, I, I liked how Thanos did it in Infinity War where he just, like, grabbed her. And then the launch was in slow motion yeah. because it was, like, it just happened quickly. Like, there yeah. was no way of her stopping it. And I thought that that added to the, um, I don't know, just the overall, like, whoa, the shock value. Yeah, because that was for, that was for sure a curveball to a lot of people. But touching on Hawkeye, I was kind of laughing the whole movie because nobody addressed him as Hawkeye or even Ronan. Yeah, they call him Clint. Yeah, he <laughs> the was, whole movie. He was Clint the whole time. Yeah, he was Clint. Like he's go to he's go to bow. That's about it. But um, yeah, no, uh, I agree. The uh, it was dragged out with that scene. But um, yeah, I could see how like because I thought the same thing with the whole like Clint and um. Black Widow going to that planet. I thought the same thing, but then at the same time, who else was gonna really go? You know, I guess Gamora. But like, Nebula. if you think, well, if you think about, oh yeah, not Gamora, but Nebula. But if you think about it, they're those are the only two people that actually care about each other. You know, and and the only way to get the Soul Stone, obviously, they didn't know that. They didn't know that. Yeah, which is but trip, that's why it was random. That's why it was it just it was which fate. Which is the trip because I didn't catch that. I was like, why are but you they know, going? You know who then? knew that though? Doctor Strange knew. It was just one of those timelines where they just happened to be the two to get the Soul Stone. You know, at, at the end of the day, there was only one outcome, and Doctor Strange said it out of what fourteen million. You know, so like. I guess that's that's like a plot hole where uh, Marvel can be like, oh, it was supposed to be like that because that was the only timeline where it could happen like that. So I, I could see why people don't like it like that, but it's the only way it was going to happen, you know? And um, I don't think uh, War Machine was going to throw Nebula over because he cared about her, you know? They they hardly knew each other. But the, also touching on them, like they shared a thing also, uh, Nebula and War Machine that I liked. Um, it, it was kind of like they were imperfect now. They yeah. just felt like useless because they weren't them anymore. I thought that was really dope uh, that Marvel touched on that because uh, before Nebula really was just 
a side yeah and she wasn't even like the best one like compared to Thanos' other children like um proxima midnight she was crazy but then you look at nebula and it's like okay yeah well her first actual like beginning of the movie showing her as like an actual like life form mm-hmm. is her playing that game with tony you know what yeah I mean? tony and tony like shakes her hand and she's yeah, like and what, she's is like, what is this like yeah. that's being a human like that's yeah yeah but, but yeah like overall the movie i think it touched on a lot of good parts with character like inter interacting a lot of character development and a lot of uh yeah closure to who they've become and who they solidified to be it's definitely going to set up for the future also i mean at the end of the movie, they said the four goes as the I Asgardians think it is in my head. and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that the future of oh, yeah. the MCU because we'll I have a few uh, theories as well. But overall, I think I, I I'm gonna be a little bit more generous than you guys. I'll give it a nine. You know, nine. I just thought I don't know. It, it was it, it it had a lot of things. It had it had the not drama, but I guess like the touch the touchy feely parts you know the part where uh tony stark's daughter says i love you 3000 like that one i don't know that just yeah. i don't know just seeing yeah, their the that. connection that they have you know uh-huh that's crazy i didn't even catch that these smart okay. ass characters bro yeah i didn't even think about she's that she's five or six yeah she was we like i was i was trying to find out what age she was she's probably like five though because it's been what five years yeah since. so yeah about five i figure six. pepper Potts was well pe- pregnant yeah, in infinity, infinity war yeah but nobody really knew she was pregnant because she never really said it exactly but uh, i knew she was pregnant it was it's obvious, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a nine. Like yeah, it has the comedy, two thousand. That's crazy. It has the touchy feely parts. It has crazy action, and then it's like a progressive movie itself, you know. And then it even touches back on older movies, you know. When you say crazy action, I don't, I don't remember crazy action, man. What crazy action is there besides the obviously the third act? <laughs> Rolling up on that also making breakfast. That Butt wasn't naked. crazy action though. Like, Butt ass naked. <laughs> they just what? Well, they I rolled mean, up on him like he was. What's his name from a uh, baby? You boy? didn't expect that? Cooking uh, cooking eggs butt naked in your mama's kitchen. I mean, <laughs> fam, like that wasn't really crazy action. They just came there to execute that nigga, which I feel him. You know that that's what you got to do. Um, I didn't expect him to use the stones again. That threw me off. Well, I was like, wait, what? I thought this. I thought the gauntlet was done. So, because I remember a theory was at the end of Infinity War. So, for yeah, so for example, at the end of Infinity War, when he uses the Time Stone to kill Vision, um, if you notice, he ha- kind of like what Doctor Strange does, is he has those little, uh, I don't know what to properly call them, but what he's called. The little glyphs. The little, yeah, the hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah. Where that's not a time stone thing, that's a magic thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it showed that. So a lot of people were saying Doctor Strange put a curse on the time stone. So that way when Thanos used it, it, um, it, so like when he snapped his fingers to destroy the gauntlet. That's what I assumed. And I, I rolled with that theory because it sounded plausible. You know what I mean? Um, 
but then he used them again because the gaunt like I, like clearly the gauntlet was done in, in Infinity War. Yeah. All of a sudden, it he's able to use it again. He well, uses stones to destroy each other. I think that he proved that he can use the stones without the gauntlet in his fight against Captain Marvel because he took the power stone and he put it in his raw hand and then he shot it at her. So I think that's that such a power even, play, bro. Yeah, even if the gauntlet, yes, that that was super clean. Um, even if the gauntlet was broken, he probably just had the stones in his hand and did his thing. But, um, yeah, like him getting taken out in the beginning, I, I knew that that was going to happen. Um, what I didn't know what was going to happen, which I, uh, I appreciated, was how he was going to discover that all of this was going on. And him doing it through Nebula because she's mechanical and the data would be processing if something mechanical was on and it was connected to it, I thought was a pretty good, pretty good way of explaining how Thanos kind of got involved and knew ahead of time that this was going on. And then I also loved they it's it's interesting because they had so many things to set up. Not only did they have to close out Endgame, but they had to um set up all of the the Disney TV shows that are going to be happening. Which, yeah. you know, they have the Hawkeye TV show. They have, the they have um Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show. They that's have like, the Loki be, TV show. Like a Drake and Josh has TV show, bro. Oh, for sure. Well, they, bro, they're gonna be just cracking jokes. It's gonna be so much dry humor. It's gonna be ridiculous. I'm the captain now. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild, bro. But one thing that I was upset about was no Vision, bro. Didn't get to see Vision at all. Like I know, but he's dead, dead. But like, yeah, he is though. So I don't know if you remember when uh, he, he when Shuri, Shuri was yeah. downloading his consciousness before they were talking about how he can still be Vision without the stone. So what they did is they downloaded who he was to I don't know like but a also USB we don't know how something. far along Shuri got while doing that process. I think yeah, she finished. She was about to finish. Well. Obviously, they want to make it seem like she didn't download it and Vision's gone, but I think he's going to be back in the next Black Panther. Because obviously, that's when they're going to get back to Wakanda and Shuri's going to... But again, bro, these are these damn plot holes Marvel just so, don't be expecting people to point out. Well, they set it up for that. <laughs> yeah, right? it's... That's the only way that you can continue this. Yeah, obviously, yeah. You have to intentionally put plot holes so that you can fill them. I'm just... What I'm curious is about is what he's going to do. Do. Like, is he just going to be normal? Be they got a show. Yeah. Do they so. really have a show? Yeah. Do they really? Oh, they my. So they or they can even show. do it in that. With Disney sure. Plus is just, bro. I might have to subscribe. I mean, I'm wait, gonna, wait, is it, gonna is it confirmed to with the original, with these actors? Yes. That's crazy. That's why Loki took the Tesseract and disappeared. Yeah, that's a plot hole. Well, that, that well it's not a plot hole. It's a setup. Because the show is going to be based on that Loki. Interesting. Because so I have a theory on that, which is kind of like, they kind of, well, I don't know. Because well, there's a part where, um, remember when they talk about, we got to put the stones back, then everything will be good. But the whole, I guess if you want to, if you guys want to get in the timeline, uh, time travel thing, because that's when I, that's kind of what it's about. Yeah. But anyways, the whole time travel thing is they said they have to put the stones back in order for things to go back 
to be normal. You so know? that so that's what the the mist what her name's the mystic one or the one she was th- that's what she was talking to Banner about. Yeah, that's it's what she was talking about. Yeah, time. you have to put it back in the proper timeline at the moment you took it, so that way everything can be good. Um, so basically, I think. Man, what was I trying to get at? Well, so well, well, let's talk about these plot holes first. We're already on it. Okay. We're already on the plot holes. Um, but again, like touching base on you saying to go put the stones back. I know a lot of people okay. have been talking yeah, about. That's what I was saying. How can um, Captain America go put the Soul Stone back, but not come back with? Well, because he didn't want to. That's why he didn't want. That's why he didn't come back. No, no, not him. If he put the Soul Stone back, then how come he didn't come back with Nat? Like, how come Black Widow's not back? You know what I mean? Because she was still sacrificed, kind of like Gamora was sacrificed. Yeah, but so my 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 thought would be touching on the time travel. How come he's not able to just go into the past and grab that black widow from the timeline and just take? He it could, back but it won't. It wouldn't be the same Nat. It's an alternate Nat at that point. It's not True? the. It's not truly past because they go. What they're doing is they're going. They're creating their future with their past. Yeah, it's it's literally they're going. They're not going back in time. They're going through dimensions, and that dimension happens to lead to that time. But it's not. It's still their time, but they can alter it, and then that'll create a new timeline. It won't be the same one. You know? Wild. So they can still come so back to like their own future. Back to the future is bullshit things. Pretty much, they yeah. can still come back to the future after taking the stones, and their timeline would still be good. Yeah. But those other timelines are all fucked now, pretty much. They're going to go off into their own. A funny thing that that's, somebody that's what, pointed out. Cause if you notice that Steve Rogers took the uh, took the hammer back as well, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, "Well, where's the hammer?" When he when he gave Sam the sh- the shield, they're like, "Well, where's the hammer?" Well, he left it. Well, yes, that Thor needed it. Exactly. I yeah. was just like, "There's a th- there's a Thor chilling <laughs> mid battle, chilling mid battle." <laughs> yeah, he's oh, like holding his hand out, like, "All right, I'm even... going to grab this." Yeah. It, it takes a while. Get the point. Like you know, yeah, that that, but, that yeah. was super funny. To but me. I guess what what I was trying to get at with Loki is. If they did put the stones back, then wouldn't Loki still be, wouldn't he never have got that time stone in that alternate where they fucked up? No, he wouldn't have gotten the time stone in whichever alternate they created. But the one that that was Uh, before that they abandoned, he still has it. Okay, that makes sense then. And that's why oh, that's why it's that created. Does set it, because that's where and, I lost my train. Of and that's so, yeah, what's so sense. crazy about it is that <laughs> a lot of people are upset and and we didn't see the bigger picture is Marvel needed to create the multiverse. Yeah. And they and could they they needed to. They needed to figure out a way to do it and they used Steve Rogers to do it where he basically and and it's smart because prior to this where has he been? He's been part of the secret Avengers that he created yeah. that's been, you know, doing missions and things like that. I'm sure in his head he was like, okay, if all of this shit has to happen again, we got to be a little bit more prepared. Well, that's what I was thinking about, too. I don't think he actually missed because when he goes back to take the stones, obviously the last place he goes back to is the Tesseract where he yeah. takes the, the space stone back. I think after that, obviously, at the end, he goes with Peggy and all that. At that moment in time, 
there's a Captain America that's still frozen in ice. Yes, and that, and that's yeah. exactly what I was saying so, is that he lived his life up until that Captain America was defrosted. Well, yeah. Yes. Pretty much. And in that time, I think he was doing Secret Avengers stuff. Okay. Okay. I think yeah. that he was active. I think that he actually created Shield. Yeah. You know, mm. I think so that you think- like. In in whatever that timeline is now, you know, in that timeline, he's now done all of that. I think that he's actually Sharon Carter's father. And, you know, <laughs> even though that it gets like it gets, they're probably not going to address that. But I think that, I think they will because I was reading somewhere that they might do something still with Steve Rogers. You yeah. Know? So and I think that it's totally with, possible. Secret Avengers, totally possible. What will happen is is that once we start seeing a lot of the past things. For some reason, we're going to be seeing that Captain America's involvement in it is somewhere. And we're going to be like, oh, okay, that was a, that was a stop Damn. that he made. And that's going to be tight. So do you think if – all right, so say he never really took back those stones and, like, they actually kept them because they thought they were safer in their time. Do you think there would have been a shield or you think there would have been obviously I think there would have been an alternate timeline without shield yeah. and hydra winds and Because the thing is that what what this timeline has told us is that we have a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. The end is Thanos snapping. Like that is the end. Now, you can prepare okay. for it in different ways and now we have all these different timelines that are going to prepare for it where I think that regardless of the timeline the snap will have already happened mm-hmm. or hasn't happened yet, but will happen. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a set in stone type of thing. Yeah. So now that it's five years later, this is how you can introduce X-Men. This is how you mm-hmm. can introduce Fantastic Four and having them already be in the universe because they were either created afterwards or before. Yeah. And I think that that is genius on their part because – it just creates uh, is so much more <laughs> yeah. material that they have. Yeah. At first, I was a little confused on the whole time travel uh, like thing they were approaching. And then in the end, I, I talked to other people and it made sense because the whole quantum realm doesn't travel back in time. It just travels through dimensions. So, you know, it was cool to actually finally realize what it was because it, it made more sense. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to touch on that, you know, in it's, case other people that's were crazy, confused. Well, because I never thought about, like, Steve Rogers being active in that way, you know what I yeah. mean? Because yeah. that, that that's crazy. It, it also it, makes sense, though. That's what I'm saying. Active. He wouldn't not be active because he's Steve Rogers. He's Captain America. Like, he knows what's going on. If he can help, he's going to help. But he's not stupid to know that if he helps, like, in the regular way, he's going to mess everything up. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that he, that him and Peggy knew. And I think even the Peggy that Steve talks to in, what is it? I think Civil War. When she dies or like when he talks to her oh, and she's yeah. all old. Yeah. Um, it, it might be Civil War or Winter Soldier. So, sorry, y'all, it's, if you guys. if it's, it's Winter Soldier, I believe. Whichever one. I'll, I'll fact check that. We'll get a fact checker here. Um. Yeah, when he talks to her, she has Alzheimer's, you know, and and at first I was like, dang, like she has Alzheimer's. But I'm like, man, what if that was the plan? Like, what if Steve was like, look, I'm going to come to you when you're older. You know, my young self is going to come to you when you're older. You know, you need to you know, we need to keep this up. 
because this is what powers me to be who I am to do what I do. You know, because if you change that, so she then, didn't really have Alzheimer's. It was just her playing the part. That's it could be her playing the bro, part. That's crazy. It could be her playing the part. It could be all a part of the plan because as soon as he gets defrosted, he knows when Nick Fury defrosts him because you know he found out. So he's like, all right, at this date, I have to disappear. But he got to live the full life. And which better way to disappear? You go back to your time to go talk to Sam about what's going on. Yeah. So that time that he disappeared and he just got defrosted, I'm sure was the time that he hit the bench. Which is crazy because that 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 itself sets up another mini series. Yes. Of what he's able to do in that yes. time. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. That's just a bag, bro. Like that's just Marvel setting up a bag. Yep. But to me, it feels like there's all this, but so little time to be able to work on these things mm-hmm. or put out these products. Yeah. But also, one thing I've wanted to see is a uh, is a Thanos prequel. Ooh. Like if if Disney Plus did a did like how Thanos became to be on Titan mm-hmm. or what happened on Titan, mm-hmm. who Thanos was, and how he became to be who he is now, that would be pretty crack. Well, I think that they're gonna do that. I, I think that they're going to touch on that with the Eternals. So I don't know if you guys know, but they announced that they're going to make an Eternals movie um, coming up next or in like the next few. And it the Eternals are basically celestial beings um, and they're divided into two groups. And one of the groups is called the Deviants. And Thanos is actually a Deviant. He's a mutant Deviant. And they used to do what the scrolls and what the Kree would do with conquering a planet and then, you know, inserting their DNA and creating all these different types of hybrids and people. That's why. um, And people think that Thanos is actually part scroll. And that's like one of the defining features is like how his chin matches, um, you know, the scrolls kind of makeup and everything like that. But he's obviously half of that and half of whatever he was on Titan um, mixed with like, you know, the Eternals genes, which I think will also, if they do do that, I think it will also spill into Peter Quill and like how his father was a celestial and like where that line kind of goes, you know? And I think with the Eternals, they're going to kind of give a little backstory on some of the cosmic universe with the grandmaster, with the collector, even with Thor or with Odin, and it's going to, like, talk about, like, that backstory. So we might see a little bit of, like, baby Thanos or, like, yeah. you know, something something along those lines. I forget, because um, if you remember in Guardians 2, I forget what they were called, but basically it was the, it was a team that Sylvester Stallone puts together at the end. The Ravengers. The Ravengers, Ravengers yeah. yeah. Um, but there, I remember watching a... If you guys don't watch Looper, Looper is this YouTube channel that just dissects these movies and comics and puts them together and kind of just talks about these same things that we would touch base on. Um, but they talk about those people being like somebody in the in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to touch. Yeah, well, they have the first Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. There's so much, yeah. There's so much that Marvel could do with these things, and I really hope they touch base yeah. on them. But. Well, they're gonna set up a lot. I mean, they set up. I mean, if you want to get into the what they're setting up or what you think, well, okay. Theory, so your theories are kind of like up what for. me and Fast. Well, so I know me and Norik think this is true. I know you don't, but <laughs> Far From Home is the end of Phase Three because yeah, it's supposed that. to happen right after Endgame. Yeah. Um, kind of like what we saw when he walks into school with Ned. 
mm-hmm. sees Ned, and then it's supposed to be about like a month or so afterwards. Yeah. That's that's kind of a plot hole too that I was kind of. Uh, oh, that school just resumes how it was. Yeah, and like he's. And then, they're just like super seniors well, so now, I'm just or a, some of the people are still there that are seniors. Some people are, are not there anymore because they actually like, graduated. Yeah. Okay, because that's what I thought. So, so they just resume like nothing. Well, like they probably moved schools because if this big ass shit happened, they're probably like, damn, like we gotta move the school. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just I mean, assuming yeah. Ned. I'm just so, assuming Ned became was, dust. Yeah, so Ned was okay. It's not a plot hole then. Yeah. Was, was dusted. dusted. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Before we proceed. Okay. So if if you got dusted, like say you're on a plane. Yeah. Yo, or the pilot got dusted. No. Do you come back like midair, and do you just follow your death no matter what, yeah. or do you just like do you come back ground level or? I'm assuming that Doctor Strange took care of it with yeah. opening up the portals of everybody walking on regular level. I'm yeah, assuming. you would assume. Maybe. But that'd be crazy as shit. Like, <laughs> you die in a plane, you wake up. And you just, you just plummet to the ground. Like, that's wild to think about. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just think Spider-Man Far From Home isn't uh, the end of Phase 3. I think it's the beginning. It, it could be both. You know, it could be the end, and it could obviously be the beginning. But um, well, well, so it being the end of Phase 3 just means it's the beginning of Phase 4. So that it's just literally... I feel, well, because I remember... Before the whole James Gunn thing, when he was going to do Guardians 2, that was going to be in 2020, and that was supposed to kick off Phase 4. But so because I still of think Guardians, happened, Guardians 3 is setting off Phase 4 because this is where they bring in Adam Warlock. At least that's what I think, because they set up Adam movies ago. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was going to get into. What I think they're setting up for in the future is um galactus pretty much oh yeah galactus I feel like- has been like a given granted if you remember in fantastic four galactus mm-hmm. was a being where he was gonna uh, I, I, believe was, I, I believe it was i believe it's silver surfer uh-huh. but galactus was supposed to consume earth mm-hmm. but they didn't make galactus look like galactus yeah. in the comics or anything he was yeah. literally just this big cloud of bad. smoke all the fantastic four movies are they were bad. terrible even the even the new one that came out it was oh. trash I, I feel like that they're setting up Kang the Conqueror. Kang, Are you guys oh, yeah, familiar yeah. with Kang the Conqueror? He is a time traveler. Well, um, so he, he's a descendant of Stark, right? No, he's a descendant of Reed Richards. And okay. he's Nathaniel Richards. He's like a great, 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 great grandson of Reed Richards, who's arguably the smartest person in, in the whole Marvel Universe. Um, they have yet to bring him into the fold. I think that he's going to be a main priority him and Doom are going to be a main priority for Marvel going forward. I think that like that's who they have to focus on. Um, I know that they want to do ground level and they want to do cosmic. So I think that Kang being cosmic and Doctor Doom being ground level ascending to cosmic because he's had that capability, yeah. I think would be the most compelling story that would keep the Fantastic Four in the forefront with all of these other things kind of surrounding them. With Black Panther and everything, you bring Namor. You know, um, uh, Okoye said that there was a an earthquake that was like under Wakanda. I kind of thought that that was like, oh man, what if Atlantis is like fucked up right now and Namor is pissed and like is about to invade 
because all this shit happened and he don't know what happened. You know, if he survived or if he got dusted, you know, there's all kinds of characters that are now being created because they either got dusted or they didn't. You know, you. That's what. That's where I guess the whole. I think people are going to start coming. More cosmic things are coming to Earth because the amount of time they snapped on Earth. Because I don't know if you, when you remember Thanos destroyed the stones. And they knew exactly where it was because it was in like... Yeah, it was in the same universe because I believe Titan is a moon off of Saturn. So I think a lot of the cosmic beings are just going to come to our, to Midgard, basically, to our dimension. I mean, it's been, it was like four times, basically, because you had Thanos snap on Earth once. The original snap, plus the second snap when he destroyed... Which is in Saturn, so that's close enough. Then you have Hulk snap, which... Made me upset because I wanted Hulk to get the rematch, and he didn't get the rematch. He was still... He lost even worse. Professor Hulk is the weakest version of the Hulk. Professor Hulk, bro... Uh, I just thought he would have trained. He no, just... He, he, trained. He, had, he had the suit on, like, like, it, like he just... I just thought he was going to be a little bit more limber. Like, he was going to throw, like, some, some high knees, All you it know, is some Professor Hulk kicks. is basically just a... I thought I was going to get Jump Kick Hulk. I thought I was going to get Kung Fu Hulk, basically. That's what I thought. Because he, ha- he has the... I was uh, really mad. He has all the he has all the emotions and all the thoughts of Banner. But all okay. he has is the strength of Hulk. If you had all of the thoughts of a super smart scientist and the strength of the Hulk, and you could control it, but you're not as powerful where it's like out of your control, wouldn't you learn any martial arts? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wouldn't that be the first thing you learn? But it's Banner. That's the thing. But I'd be, but you, but like he's, but he's so mainstream now. He's over here taking selfies and everything. You don't think he's watching UFC? I would have, I would have been like, all right, for sure. I need to find a trainer. Now that I'm lean, mean Hulk, like. Then you're not using him to his advantage. All you're doing is just being big and green. But you're just big and green. Like if you're not gonna train, because the thing is, is that. The, the bad part with Hulk is that he's strong, but he's out of control. Yeah. So if you're telling me that now you have control, but the strength has has gotten to a, a manageable level, you better manage the fuck out of that strength. Like, why aren't you training? Like, he should have been able to do, like, I should have seen, like, a training montage of him doing, like, crazy push-ups and, like, him just, like, That's working out and just with, getting ready. Thor to get rid of that beer gut. I know, but like, yeah, they should, both of them, that would have been dope Yeah, to see them bond and be like, hey, we're about to train for this fight right now. And have now. a rematch. They, bro, and they get ripped. It would, Yeah, but it's a montage. They got all the time. They time traveling. They got the quantum realm. They got all the time. They could definitely do that. I was mad. I was like, like, yeah, he was made to take the, the first snap, you know, the power of the first snap because I would have killed anyone else. But like, damn, bro. Well, you about to put a, a metal arm on him now? Thor definitely could have snapped, and he would have been fine. That's what I think too. If anything, he probably would have like he took ca- the star he- head off. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he would have like carved up in back into Thor. I think if he would have snapped, you know, type of thing. That's that's what I think. But I don't. But I don't know why he didn't. But, but yeah, like the whole setup, obviously a lot more cosmic things are going to be coming. 
it's kind of like the inevitable. Also, they want to move in that direction anyways. And then yeah, the whole which, thing with Captain Marvel thing. doing yeah. saving the universe elsewhere. Um, it's going to be crazy. The, yeah, the whole I, I hope the merger of, the, you know, the Fox merger, actually, they, they put it to good use. Well, I, I think that's why they wanted this. I was hoping at the end of Endgame, Deadpool would show up. With Spider-Man, probably. Yeah, I would assume because him and Spider-Man are supposed to be best friends in comics, right? Yeah. Not really. Kind of. But, like, they quit together. Yeah, Yeah. they quit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I was hoping at the end of Endgame, we were going to get, like, a a – like, to announce the Fox merger. Mm -hmm. Like, Deadpool would, like, run up on the battlefield, like, (laughs) guys, I made it. Like, sorry I'm late, but the fight's over. Yeah. But Kind of like Batman and Justice League. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the X-Men will live in Deadpool's universe. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah, yeah he, he does. That's yeah. why they yeah. only showed two X-Men and they didn't want to, like... Colossus. Well, so if we're going to talk about that, are we gonna, do you guys think Hugh Jackman's going to come back? No. Um, I think that he can. He can, but I don't know I if he will. That, I, think if they, I think that he will for the money. Um, I don't think it's the I don't money. Think, I don't think it necessarily has to do with the back for him. I, I think it does. I think it does because... I don't know, but he did lame is. this anticipation. He's done it for 20 years. If he comes out and does it right now, it's not going to have the impact. It's like Will Smith when he joined Instagram. Like, he had to wait a while <laughs> to do it. You know, because the impact that you're going to make when you wait is going to be a lot larger. Sheesh. So we've been wanting Hugh for a long time. So what what's going to happen is we're going to get another Wolverine, right? We're going to get another Wolverine who some people will like, some people won't. You know, there's going to be debate. But... When the secret invasion needs to happen, you better believe that if they bring Cap back, the storyline is going to be that he, when he went back, he met Wolverine, and but it's going to be Hugh Jackman Wolverine because they because they met in World War Two, and w- the fan service for that is going to be incredible because he's going to come out. The technology will be good enough so he doesn't have to get super duper ripped. They'll be able to like. Make CGI, it, all yeah, they'll be able to make it dope, you know, enough. And we're going to see Wolverine jump out as Hugh Jackman with the face and the roar and everything. And it's going to, you know, make nerds pee their pants. Kind of like, <laughs> I know, I know Venom dropped last year. That's another I, one that has a gateway now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think, I have a feeling they're just going to recreate a whole nother Venom to fit in with the storyline. And I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, Sony owns them. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I well, Sony that. still owns Spider Man, but basically, Mar- the studios are renting him. Yeah, it's it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it's only a matter um, of time. They're already plotting. I mean, they've been like doing the Spider Verse thing, like coming up. I think the Spider Mans that are around right now are gonna be the Spider Mans from that Spider Verse. So the Marvel one is one of the versions of Spider Man, and then they got the. Well, I heard that what what Disney's trying to do is they're trying to broker a deal where Sony will have Miles Morales and um, and Marvel will take Peter Parker. And I wouldn't mind that either. I'd be totally down. Totally down. I'm totally down with that. It would be great to have Miles and to do that that ultimate universe. Well, like if you remember in the last Spider-Man movie in Homecoming, 
Donald Glover's character was Miles Morales's uncle Aaron. Yes. <clears throat> where he says like I, I got a He's, nephew. He had Miles like on the phone or something like that, right? Oh, uh, that like... was in the deleted scene. Okay. That was a deleted scene where he was like, Miles, I'm gonna be late. Okay. The ice cream's gonna melt. So like he just he just basically just Donald Glover with a different name. But yeah. Yeah. He he like calls Miles, but um, I I really hope that like later on, like once Peter Parker's done, obviously like. Tom Holland, he's a great Spider-Man, and he's young, so he has tons of time now. But um, I was hoping that they were going to touch base on Miles Morales, eventually taking that on. Because, like, even in the Spider-Man video game, like, the new one that came out, mm-hmm. <clears throat> can't touch base on, like, because there's the Avengers Tower in it, and talk talks about a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, that game was, was did so good at placing the right age of Spider-Man in order to have the greater universe exist. So, like... In the game, he's 24. If he started being Spider-Man at 15, he's like nine years in. you know. And in nine years, to have the Avengers Tower, to have the Wakandan Embassy, to have Daredevil and all this other stuff, it makes sense. So it's like, yo, like anybody can intervene. Anybody can come in and out. And like if you're creating new heroes at this time, like you can start preparing for like that next new hero phase. You know, and I think that's why Miles is in there. And the second game that they come out with, the next Spider-Man game, you might be able to play him. I wouldn't even be surprised if you don't, but, like, you might be able to. Well, because in a DLC for that game, Miles Morales is getting his powers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, bro. I don't even own a PS4. It's a perfect game. I don't even own a PS4, and I've just been It's It's so crazy how... It's crazy how like when you when you just put passion when you have a team that's passionate about it and you and you have a company that said go ahead we're not going to restrict you to the movie we're not going to restrict you to this storyline like literally create bro they they knocked it out the park that's what happens Shout out to the nerds of the world bro that care. Shout out they care shout out to um who did it who did it um who did that game was it Insomniac I believe I so. It was Insomniac Games. Shout out Insomniac. You guys killed it. Yeah, they're insignia is sick. You guys killed it. I hope that the MGU is a thing. I hope that you guys the are Marvel creating the Marvel Gaming Universe, man. They set it up. Everything is there. They can do they could do every game that we would want out of the characters. They basically introduced in Spider-Man in some way, well, shape, or form. Well, the crazy thing is that that video game is basically just a playable movie. Yeah. It's literally all it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's great. I'm hype. Um, well, since we touch base on Spider-Man, I don't know if you want to stay on it, but like Far From Home is going to be really dope, and I'm yeah. super yeah. hyped for it. I have some theories on Far From Home and how Peter is going to you know, be. I, I feel like he's going to have PTSD. Because I don't know if you remember seeing him on the part when he was getting his ass beat by the Chitauris. Yeah. And then Captain Marvel comes out of nowhere and she's like, do you have Oh, something? yeah. He's all strung out, He's bro. like, um, I don't even know what's well, going on. Because if you think on. about it, that's his, like, Cause that's like his second. Yeah, because literally he was, he was snapped. He was dusted. And then he even told Tony, he was like, I literally just woke up and we just were just here. So literally he woke up to fight Thanos again yeah with a huge army so because his first yeah his first real fight was against the avengers yeah you know it was civil war Mm -hmm. so yeah you're right he didn't and then i mean well because in the far from home trailer 
he doesn't take his suit to where wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. And that's because I'm assuming right after Endgame, I feel like he, he doesn't t- want anything to do with that because he's mourning Tony. Yeah, he's and or he's, he's going, just like I don't even know if I'm capable to do this anymore. You know, yeah. after that, like I don't. I, One you know. thing I I hope they set up is that because Peter Parker's smart. Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 one of the smartest characters in in the MCU. Yeah, but he um, I'm hoping he has access to Tony's lab or his suits or whatever he was working on. Well, I I think he's gonna have Osborn. I think they're gonna introduce that pretty soon. I think who somebody told me no, that was something else. It had to do with Fantastic Four, but. Yeah. Well, even with a few also touching on like somebody that has access I don't even notice at the end of Endgame at Tony's funeral nobody knows who it was but I knew automatically who it was oh, it was Harley his, Keener his uh, apprentice right yeah from Iron Man his 3 apprentice um, that's what Harley I was... Keener well like cause nobody's seen him since Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. but I'm assuming he cause Tony gave him a lab when he left but he, that kid's supposed to be super smart as well and he's actually supposed to start up the Young Avengers with um I forget her name but um well, like Scott Lantman's daughter is one oh, of the young Avengers. Scott Lang's <laughs> um, daughter. Her name is Cassie, but she's going to be Cassie. Yeah, her and then I know Hawkeye was training his daughter, and she's part of the Young Avengers as well. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, there's just all these different things, bro. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That, this, but, yeah, Marvel I think I think, I think Far From Home is, is the <laughs> setup where this is going to close out. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Well, because the, the original Mysterio in the comics, he's just this actor, right? He's just an actor who uses all these special effects. Mm-hmm. So I really want to see if they use that or if he's actually going to be a Mysterio where he's like this different type of being and he, yeah, you know, just causes whatever he does. Mayhem or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah, that too. That that was interesting to me. I'm really excited for that movie. Well, it's, yeah. I'm I'm excited for the next trailer to drop because nobody knows exactly where it's gonna go. Uh, Far from Home is supposed to come out in two months. Actually, next month. It's supposed to come out yeah. in June. No. Oh, sure. I don't know when the next trailer is gonna drop. Okay. I usually don't. I don't try to keep up with trailers because sometimes I feel like it shows too much. Like even with Avengers Endgame, I think I only saw like one trailer. Yeah, well, sort of, yeah, like a part of the movie, which I thought was really well played, too, on their part. But um, with the whole Spider-Man thing, I think he's just, I don't know, he's scared now. I wanted to touch on um, the fact that the Russos were so open about uh, doctoring footage for the trailer. Do you think that that's something going forward that like we can expect like could we no longer believe what we see when it comes to trailers do you think oh, that not it's, at all do you think that it's cheating do you think that like no i love you don't want to do see that. that or you like it do you think it, it could lead us down a dark path of deception no i don't think they've done that yet i don't think they i don't think that's their intention i think their intention is because of what social media is nowadays mm. and there's so many youtube channels that pretty much do what we're, what we're doing now plus they have the visuals plus they have this whole team of like nerds that love this stuff that pick apart these things to pick apart trailers and 
do slow-mo, frame-by-frame, let's break this down, where it could ruin a movie for a lot of people. You know what I mean? So the fact that they they know what people are going to do, what people are going to pretty much try to do is pick apart these trailers to give away plot points or whatever it is. Um, I think it's dope. I think it's needed because it doesn't take away from... Additional content. Yeah, plus whatever people want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I was really glad that they didn't show Professor Hulk or Thick Thor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I could have done without that, honestly. Um, so I'm glad I got to see it in the movie under the context that I got to see it. All right. Well, uh, top three what, Top three yeah, MCU yeah. films? Yeah, we can close out with top three MCU. Um, at this point in the podcast, if you, uh, you know, we spoil the whole movie for you, it's kind of your fault, but... <laughs> yeah. Um no, yeah, we can, we we were light around everything. We didn't we didn't deep dive like in it through through each of the scenes. So you can still see the movie, you still don't know what happened. We didn't talk about some of the most important parts or at least visually some of the more, most important parts. I don't feel like describing it to you. Just go see the movie and you'll enjoy it. It's great. Um so my top 3 Are you going to go from 3 2 1 or you're going to go 1 2 and 3? I'm going to go 3 2 1. All right. Um, I'm gonna give number three to Infinity War. Okay. Just cause of what what the the build up around it, plus bringing in these characters and and <clears throat> kind of just setting up what Endgame was. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think it was a great film. So um, that's my top three. Um, if people want to hear more, we can get more in depth in it. But I just want to give my top three, and then go we ahead. can just go on. Um, number two, Doctor Strange. Okay. Doctor Strange is this well even when it just dropped like the trailer itself and like people unknowing what Doctor Strange was going to be or who his role or what his role is going to play in the MCU um I was just super hyped because he's a dope character. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing character. Um yeah, Doctor Strange is top 2 mainly because just Benedict Cumberbatch is just a really dope actor as well. Yeah. Played played the part. Amazing. And the number 1 Winter Soldier. Uh Winter Soldier <coughs> The writing was a one. Um, it kind of just set up. Plus, it set up Silver War, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, you know, it, it introduced Black Panther as well, mm-hmm. right? If I'm, if I'm correct. No, Civil War introduced Black Panther. You're right. Sorry. Winter Soldier introduced Falcon. Okay, there it is. Yeah. So yeah, Winter Soldier for sure. Um, yeah, top three for me. Okay. Um, my top three. Um, I think coming in at number three is going to be Avengers 1. Um, Avengers 1 was the first time that this happened. Um, seeing all of the heroes come together, I thought that what was very special about this movie is that the pacing was just A1. Like, nobody got more screen time than needed or less than needed. Everyone pretty much got shown uh, really well, you know, from the start of the movie, from the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility getting, you know, knocked down, and we see Clint, and we see Loki, and we see Nick, and then, you know, uh, straight into just with with uh, Black Widow and Banner, and then Cap and Banner, and then all of them on the carrier, and then Iron Man, and it was just like, it was just it was great just seeing it all to come come together and Coulson was great when he was great you know 
um it was just the dynamics were were awesome and i think that they really nailed it with avengers one um and then they did the 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 scene where all of them use their attacks that follow scene which has been repeated in other movies since it, it they were able to do it you know so they kind of pioneered that look um number two gotta go with the og iron man one my man my man tony stark Ooh, came I'm through right there, yeah iron man one john favreau bro you guys did it you nailed the humor you nailed the action you brought to life a character that people thought was ridiculous or a b character and you turned him into a, a hero that was very um you can just see it in in this universe you know you could see it in in our world you know you made us feel that an iron man could exist in our world based on the technology and everything that we're granted, you know, it's a little bit more, uh, fantasy in, in the movie, but we're getting there, you know, because of that fantasy, it's caused us to think of other things to apply our own technologies, mm-hmm. you know, and to get a suit and to get mechas and all of that and what it entails and, and what, you know, it's great. And then for number one, I got to agree with my man, sincere winter soldier, was just the epitome of of a superhero film yeah. slash uh, spy heist yeah, film. That's, that's one movie that's like in our top three because that's definitely my top three. It's movies. it's amazing, bro. Like they had the perfect representation of Cap. They had like the, he he fought he fought a uh, George Saint Pierre who played a Batroc the Leaper, like. If you're pulling a villain like the Leaper out, but you made it tight where it's like, yo, this guy would really like you just end up fighting him. And then because Cap is a perfect like is supposed to be the perfect human, like the perfect embodiment, like him knowing the language, him like fighting without the shield and like just just everything that he personified of Captain America was shown in Winter Soldier on top of it being uh, like a James Bond film also, you know, with like a little bit of heist, a little bit. I thought Black Widow's character was great. I thought the writing was great. Everything that was found out, everything that was discovered, everyone just did an A1 job. And the fight between him and Winter Soldier, the knife fight, it was legendary. That was the, And like just seeing Winter Soldier so comic book accurate, wonderful. That's my number one. Nice. I love it. Well, my top three, uh, since you hit, uh, no, I'm going to keep it. But my top three, starting with three, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. I really love that movie because of the soundtrack. Like, it just made it fun. It was also one of the first MCU uh, space movies. Well, nah, yeah. not really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. That, first like, time we saw it in the Cosmic Universe. Yeah, and then seeing, like, Rocket being introduced and Peter Quill. Uh, it was just really dope that they, they pulled it off because people didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy when they were, like, starting this movie. They were like, what? Like, what is this, you know? Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be one of their better movies. A more, I guess, more favorite or popular movies. And um, number two, Cap 2, you pretty much summed it up perfectly. It just... Soldier. It's just a really good movie, 
you know, so. I thought you were going to say something on it. But, um, yeah, just, I don't know, just everything about it. Like what you said, Winter Soldier was perfect. Uh, Black Widow was perfect. And then every, everything about it was perfect. And then um, number one would probably be Thor 2 because that probably is my favorite version of Thor. It actually felt more Asgardian or more... Um, I was I was not expecting that. I never. I, I love. Yeah, I love that movie. Whoa! I really okay. Um, so if you listen to the podcast, um, I, I mean, really like that movie. That's crazy to me because I hated the Thor movies. Really? I didn't like the first one that much. The first one, second one, like even the third, the third one, bro. I did I not. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't remember anything yeah, good about Dark World, bro. Um yeah, that's crazy. Um so yeah, if you listen to the podcast and if you disagree with Skywalker Mike, please let us know. Yeah, let us know. Cause Cause I wanna yeah. hear which Tweet him at Skywalker Mike. Um, you know, give this man all the backlash. <laughs> no, um but yeah, I would I, I really want to say Endgame, but that's too basic. That nah, came out. No, Endgame is definitely not the best top three, no, not at all. Um but assuming wherever we go with this podcast, assuming we'll, you know, we 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 want to give this a test run and see where it could end up. Um, so if you listen and if you like it, let us know. Yeah, Send us in what you think your top three or what you know your top three is. Um, and yeah, again, if you disagree with Kyle Walker, <laughs> before I pass this mic, I just want to say that that Fortnite scene. With uh, Thor and Korg. Hey, and if you guys haven't played Avengers Fortnite Yo, yet. Yo, I still need to get my gliders, so if y'all can Oh, I already did that. Just let me know. I already got mine. Days left, two days. Two days now. I need to get that. If you, yeah, I already yeah, got my glider. I'm chilling. Was, uh, that made me laugh, and I think I was a little too loud at that point in the movie, but I, I guess I was just fanboying. Oh, I was happy they brought back, uh, what's his name? Korg? <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah. Oh, Thor. He's making fun of me again. <laughs> Oh, listen here. What's his name? Bongmaster69? Something like that. It's wild. It's funny. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know. Uh, um, if Again, if you have any suggestions or if you want to potentially be on the podcast, I know we talked about having guests at some point. But, again, this is just a starting point. Um, and what better starting point than to start off on this crazy movie that been been built up for years cheers to cheers to more movies like this man what we're seeing is really um it's historic you know to have 22 movies all culminate with one story even though it's not 100 percent, you know there are there are little flaws and there are things that they've redone and done better but overall man it's such a solid attempt and i don't think that we're going to see anything like this again for a while uh, for a very very long long time. time And um, I just appreciate everybody who's been involved and um, what the, what it took to do something like this is monumental. And, um, and you know, we're just fans. We're fans just, like, talking about it, and uh, we're going to continue to talk about more things. Uh, this is probably part one to, like, this type of uh, uh, talk. We'll probably get, get even more deep involved. But, um, you know, where where we at right now? What's the time? How many, How long? Hour six? six. Oh, that's it's not solid. Too bad. Okay, it's not cool. Not too bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's yeah. that that's kind of cool. We're gonna we're gonna throw in some music. And uh, again, my name is Norik. That's cool. Um, uh, my name is A Sincere. Um, again, follow us all on social yeah. medias. Um, A Y E Sincere for me. Um, that's cool. T H A S cool on Instagram. 
And then I don't know how many underscores you got, Skywalker. This but, uh, is one. I don't even know why I put it. I could have did it without it. I just... Yeah, to do it, bro. It's easier to find you that way. Yeah, I guess. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, assuming, you know, there's so many things we could do with this podcast. It's for, like, social media or getting on SoundCloud, Podbean, wherever you're going distribute, to uh, distribute it. But um, definitely send us your feedback. And if you want to be a part of this, let us know. Um, this is the core team right here that kind of just put it all together. So shout out to uh, to Thaskol and Skywalker Mike for wanting to do this. And yeah, shout out to you, bro. We're about to get this thing cracking. Uh, this has been the Sound Flick Podcast. Sound Flick. Brought to you by uh, Serious Cartoons, Records, and Tapes. Shout out Phantom Thread and Gilead 7. Shout out the whole IE. And uh, we out. Cue the, uh, the outro music. Phantom Thread, take it away.